So that package never came? No, I think it's probably next door inside the uh, door, but it's weird that they said they dropped it off on the porch, but I remember the last uh, time I got a note like that, that they said they dropped it off on the porch, they like they put it inside the door, but that door's locked, so I don't know if they like uh, have a key to get into it to let yeah. it, but... You know what they say is no good deed goes unpunished. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm assuming like that. I'm like, I want to send my friend a nice thing, and just it happened, you know. And then, like, the fucking universe, you know how that shit works. Yeah. And anyway, the package has not yet arrived to Maddie's hands, and that's some bullshit. UPS, I'll be goddamn if I go back there again. Yeah. Anyway, I mean that's weird. <laughs> I mean, if it's through UPS, I, I might. It, it's not through the postal service, just through UPS, actually. UPS store, yeah. Gave him the address and everything. There was a really cute girl behind me at the time, so I was, like, really nervous. I should have double-checked the address or something, you know? Like, I didn't feel right about the whole transaction. And as we can see now, has not yet arrived. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Because I took the other houses to see, so I'm hoping that someone will be like, oh, this is the wrong address. And usually what will happen is, like, because I ordered a package from, like, Death Wish, and they were like, I was like, they're like, it's dropped off. And I was like, I waited like a day and a half. And I was like, motherfucker. And then someone knocked on my door and was like, hey, I think this is yours. And I was like, oh, thank Christ. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking they're probably not like, no one's looking at it because no one's expecting a package. And then someone will come in and be like, oh, fuck. He probably wants this. It'll be great. I just want the satisfaction of doing something good for someone else and feeding feeding my ego. <laughs> no. Around Christmas time Maddie bought me a last guardian shirt and then I was like, God damn, like I wanna get my Maddie boy something. So I put together a little Steph loot package and UPS dropped the goddamn ball. Yeah, I mean you might wanna call him. I mean I don't I'm know if it's call him tomorrow. I thought about that today but it's already like late. Anyway. Hopefully it'll get to you. It has to. Destiny um, I drank a bunch of beer. Yeah. Just a little minute ago. Welcome to Heavy Rotation, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is, <laughs> this is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast, and I've had a couple of Coors Lights. No big oh, deal. Really? You're drinking um, that shit? Yeah, it doesn't give me a stomach ache. Oh. I'm getting I'm getting older, and I just like <laughs> you know, it's crisp, cool. Rocky Mountain spring water in every can, as far as the ads. Lead no, that's probably true. They're probably not lying to you. But you know what? My my mom didn't let us drink Coors in the house. Well, no, <laughs> I was gonna say when I was a kid, like she never let us drink <laughs> when we were kids anyway. But <laughs> but she didn't like wanting to have Coors around because apparently through the grapevine. The whole community knew that the Coors family uh, donated money to the KKK back in the day. Oh, dang. And as much as I love drinking that beer and don't want to, like, throw shade at anybody, fuck that shit. <laughs> it ain't going anywhere right away. Yeah. That's for, anyway. But that's why we couldn't, <laughs> and my family couldn't drink Coors Light, because my mother was like, nah, hell no, nah, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Coors Light, get out of my house, you're intolerant. Your mom look at me now. Up with that bullshit. But look at me now. Drink it. All the course. I'm actually gonna grab. I'm gonna grab one more before we start a discussion. Um, Maddie right. decided he wanted to sing you, you guys a song. Maddie, take it away. 
That's not gonna happen. Sorry, guys. Alright, I'm back. I apologize. <clears throat> Maddie Fitzgerald, everybody! Yay! Hell of a singer. Anyway, what are yeah. we going to talk about today on Heavy Rotation? Uh, the new Macedon record. I was pulling Holy it up so I get that shit. track listing. Weighted Macedon album of 2017. Um, so how do you want to do this? Both Maddie and I are huge Macedon fans, and I know, I know we have different feels about certain things. So do you want to rock, paper, scissors for this one? I'll let you go first. I think I went first last time when we talked about things, so you, you right. go ahead. It's, um, I, damn, where to even begin? It sucks to go first sometimes. Yeah, all right, here here I go. I just want to say about the new Mastodon album, Emperor of Sand, that right off the bat, I love it. I'm a diehard fucking Mastodon fan. I don't give a fuck. I love it so much. However, it's taken... A good effort in certain ways to get to this place but I am like on the mountaintop right now here I am Mastodon rules superheroes of rock and roll these motherfucking guys are amazing but I really I didn't I just didn't want to say or feel anything until I like was able to feel out the nuances of the album because it it's like it's like once more around the sun and Blood Mountain had a baby. Mm -hmm. It's a real driving album. It doesn't have the same like tone that the Hunter album does. Like where the Hunter album's really sludgy. Yeah, it's really fucking like you know like arduous. You got to get through it. Um, and once more around the sun is just like fucking like you're fucking like in the yacht with these boys in Malibu or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so easy breezy. It just passes so easy. And you're just like, oh, I love this. It's so catchy. It's so this. It's so that. And the new Emperor of Sand album has like it's got all of that. It's I kind of feel like with this album, it's Mastodon checking in, like clocking in for work and clocking out. And they're the, they what they do, they do best. You know what I mean? Like. It doesn't, I don't know how to, it, it, there were like no, I don't know what to say. That's all I have to say for a second. Well, how do you feel about it? Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, well, so, oh man. So, okay. When you talk about the, we, it's so hard to talk about. So we talked about like the first three tracks for like heavy rotation yeah. pilot episode. And I was kind of like, I didn't like this song, or I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't for me, or, you know, I had my opinions about things, you know? Yeah. And I will say that I think Emperor of Sand is fucking great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's a little different from every Mastodon record, but it still sounds like a Mastodon record. Yeah. I feel like this yeah. is their... This this is the album I think a lot of people are going to listen to. Like I think yeah. this is a good starting point for people to get into Mastodon. Definitely. Because I, for me, it's a straight up like rock and roll record. I mean, there are tinges there are tinges of metal in it and stuff. I yeah. mean, it's Mastodon; they're not going to not do yeah. metal. But I feel like there are a lot more songs. They're catchy. The choruses are great. You can sing along to these songs. You don't yeah. have to worry about it being like 
you know, uh, I played some at work, and I have a lot of people who are just like, oh, Maddie, he's the metal guy. He plays all that screaming shit. <laughs> and I put on Mastodon, and they're like, oh, this isn't, like, this isn't bad. And I was, like, playing this and Ghost, and I was like, this is also considered metal, you know? And they're like, oh, well, yeah. you know, I can actually hear what they're saying, and, you know... And a friend of mine was like, oh, I really dig this album and stuff. It like seems really easy, like, to not use the term easy listening as a bad thing, but, like, it, this was a more acceptable, acceptable mass Yeah. Um, it's so, like, yeah, you're just, yeah. And I say, there are some songs that I do, like, I like I have my favorite songs on this record. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I do have some songs that just kind of, I'm like, man, I wish they'd get to this track already. Uh, yeah. I, that's being said, I do like every song. It's just... I think this album's going to take a lot to, to like really dive into. I think the lyrical yeah. content for I was trying to like I, I don't read a lot of liner notes when I listen to music. It's more oh, I you bought the music, CD, right? Yeah, I, I bought the I got, CD. I got it on Spotify, so that's interesting. You have the lyrics with it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have. Awesome. I'm not going to read anything, awesome. but I oh, was dude. like, oh, I want to. I want to know those lyrics. Actually, I should look them. But up. it's it's really like every song is about like I mean they even said it that it's a like a death album like they dealt with a lot of loss in their life either you know losing yeah. people or yeah. you know other kinds of loss you can have in life um, yeah. and it's very reminiscent of that i uh i'm just gonna uh sultan's i'm just gonna go through the list man i'm gonna go through the track yeah. list go, and just go, say what go i feel for like. it. I'll, I'll give an i'll give a i'll give a yeah every time it's the same track i love okay sultan's <laughs> curse i remember saying in our pilot yeah. that i was not <laughs> i was not <laughs> i was not a super fan of it but the more i hear it it's a great opener and it's almost like I love Sultan's Curse. That shit, the 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 break on that, like the breakdown yeah. near the end, is so like it's crack the sky, you know, like spire, like spiral opens up in the sky or some shit, like yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Um, so Sultan's Curse, I was not like I was like not digging it, and I dig the other tracks that they they previewed earlier. But listening okay. to this album is a cohesive whole. Sultan's Curse is a great fucking opener. Opener, um, dude, and they've done good about doing openers since day one. Black Tongue on Hunter, so good. Fucking Tread Lightly on on Once More Around the Sun is just like super great. Like they've always opened up their albums so well. Anyway, proceed. Uh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, I just want before I go into the next track, I just want to say, yeah. I think Mastodon is one of those bands that makes solos seem amazing. Oh. Like every album has Red a different Iron, solo. Baby. It's like they, I don't know, they've like have, what is this seven albums? Like holy fuck, right. how are you guys still making creative solos, yeah. man? Like yeah. most people just rein it in. That's I'm gonna. So next track yeah. is Show Yourself. It's a great fucking just rock yes. fucking song. It starts. It doesn't like. There's no. There's no long opening. There's no like anything before it. It's just like this is show yourself. You ready? A uh, great song. I love that song. Uh, to me, that song is like Curl Liberal Part Two. You know, like it fucking. It's just this driving rock and roll shit. Like you, you know. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Precious Stones. Uh, it, this is one of the ones that like I can easily skip over. Still a great track. I'm not saying it's not good. It's just. Uh -huh. The right. next track after that it's is Steam that... Breather, which is yeah. Hold on, my... let me say one thing about yeah. Precious. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Let me say one thing about Precious Stones. It has that really like it, it kind of like it's kind of driving and chunky. You know, it's kind of like yeah. you know, it's like remission but like lighter. Um, mm -hmm. For most of the songs, you're like, okay, like you know, I get this, I get this. But it has that part right before Steam Breather where it like starts to elevate. This album has like this this like bell curve that starts to develop right around Steam Breather. You know, and it just like it just takes off. Yeah, um, but but it starts kind of like near the end of Precious Stone. Uh, anyway, go ahead. 
Uh, Steam Breather for me is like my. I love this track so fucking much. Like I, I so get excited. <laughs> I, I get excited to get to it. I think it's like a worthy successor to Show Yourself. It's just kind of uh, another like good rock song, man, with a good catchy yep. chorus. Love yep. it. Yep. Uh, Roots Remain is kind of the same way for me. Like I could easily skip over it. Um, but still yeah. a great song. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I just want to say right there, that is probably Roots Remain and Clandestiny are my two favorite tracks right now. I think Roots Remain is probably my favorite. There's a bit of like an evil, sinister kind of breakdown that starts to happen, and then this solo rips to end the song. Yeah. And it's fucking incredible. Roots Remain is my favorite song. Anyway, keep going. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not, these songs aren't bad or anything. It's just there are songs that I, I like I like more. your progression. I just like, you know, like I wanted to say so much on my part, and now that you're breaking it down, like I just want to say my piece, and oh. then I'll be out. That's fine. No, that's fine. Uh, Word to the Wise. I love this song. Tag in, tag out. Yeah. Uh, I love Word to the Wise. I think it's great. Just it's like so This whole album is full of great fucking rock songs. Word um, of the Wise captures, like, the essence of Mastodon, kind of that, like, Lovecraftian beauty, you know, like, yeah. it's, like, this overarching, it's really epic, it's kind of creepy, it's fucking rock and roll, it's so much fun. And then, yeah, that's what I like about yeah. Word of the Wise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all these songs are great. Ancient Kingdom is very good, too. Uh, so Clan- good. Clandestiny <laughs> is great, Andromeda's great, um... Scorpion Scorpion Breath, Breath. what what an amazing fucking title. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, I'm like excited. (laughs) No, I mean, like these last couple of the one, two, three, four, five, last five tracks are. I feel like this is a great record to be like a two sided LP because you can really stop with War to the Wise and then the flip side being this kind of. For me, like all these titles and stuff get to this ethereal kind of. I guess kind of maybe like a crack. Like they don't sound like Crack the Sky, but. I feel like maybe some of that weird otherworldly stuff they it's were like, cra- getting into with uh, Crack yeah, the Sky. They, they explored some of the prog stuff, and like to me, it has like it's like a desert rock album. Like this is their yeah. fucking songs for the deaf. You know what I mean? Like this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it just has that vibe to it without um, any of the tongue-in-cheek kind of aspects to it. But it's just like you know, it was more like Caius. You know what I mean? It's like this down yeah. and dirty fucking desert shit. Emperor Sand, like. The psychedelic fucking desert rock album. They're smart because, like, who else has done that? You know, who else is doing that right now? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I think the uh, what you're saying is totally true. And plus, with the name of the album, I mean, it kind of has yeah. to be a desert kind of vastness to it's it. It's relevant, uh, you know, yeah. like it has a lot of meanings. And the lyrics, like, have been sticking with me in fucking, um, what's the second track? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, show, not show yourself, but precious, precious stones. I think it's precious stones where it's kind of like, don't waste your time. Um, I mean, yeah, this know, like, whole, this whole album is about how short life is, and the yeah, loss of totally, people. yeah. Like and you're saying, a death make, album, them, right? Like, yeah, I mean, every song on here is basically like every, yeah. just going through. It's it's yeah. each one of them it, dealing with their their own. Like, I mean, I don't know who they lost. I don't know anything about Mastodon. We're not friends. Yeah. I wish we were. Mastodon, if you're listening, we will be. I have some spots open <laughs> for some friends, so um, you know. Uh, but um, you know, uh, it, it's just it's kind of it's weird because it's so rocking and so like fun and just like I bang yeah. my head to the shit. But it's like a sad record, man. Like we get into yeah. the lyrics. It's, there's something about this. There's, there's like the fragility of life. You know, they're mm-hmm. like re- re- representing like 
even the fu- the futility, if you will, like yeah. you know, like everything that you do. I've been having like I've been listening to this album since it re- dropped, midnight of fucking what was it, the thirty first? Yeah, and it's the only thing I've been listening to since then. And I've just been like, it's just a journey, you know. I mean, I keep finding new parts and and like like every Mastodon album. You know, just the more time you spend with it, the more it becomes so like fucking epic. Yeah, and no, and I mean, like yeah. Oh, what I was getting at was just that like I like my last week has been like kind of trying and not for anything in particular, but just like my 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 frame of mind and my attitude. And and I gotta say, this album, you know, like is has been like motivating as hell. I just been like fucking jamming it in the car, blasting it, like taking care of shit. You know what I mean? Like it's really got me going. And and it's so interesting that all the imagery is kind of like about like the fleetingness of things. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, uh, and uh, the one thing I like Mastodon about like the like once more around the sun and then this one was. It took me like not that I hated it when I listened to it, but I was like I went through it and I was like this song's good, this song's good, this song's good. All right, there's like five good tracks. When I for my initial run through, my initial listen. And then the more I listen to it, I have a newfound respect for every song. So the songs that I say that like I want to skip, I just need to listen to them more. And I've, I didn't listen to this as soon as Stefan did. I had to wait till I got off work. I drove by the record store, picked it up on yeah. CD because I wanted to like have the artwork and stuff because I loved yeah. it. Um, and uh, I don't like two LP issues, so I'm not buying a thirty dollar Mastodon LP when I can buy the CD for twelve bucks. But right. Um, so, That's a good price. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I mean, the, each song's fucking great. I wish great. you could pay and, six bucks and then, like, inject it into your nose or something. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, I didn't go to Target. They didn't even have it anyway. I was there earlier buying Rogue One. But, uh, right. you, know, um, I, yeah. you know, I supported a local record store, and I like to give record stores my money because, you know, yeah. who knows how much longer we have till everything's just digital and no one's buying anything anymore. Like, hard... We got to talk about that, I think, at some point. That's an interesting topic that you just brought up. But anyway, yeah. But um, so I listened. I had to. Dr- I drove to Louisville because I had to get, get some stuff for my taxes. I've been laid up in bed, recovering from knee surgery. So I Hell drove, yeah. and it's a two. Good fight, man. Matty's two- coming back, boy. He said he's gonna do start doing gymnastics after he's all healed up and good. I mean, I- I'm probably gonna join a gym or something. Not gymnastics. <laughs> I mean, coming down. Um, but uh, he said he was gonna be next ninja warrior on fucking TNT, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> true. Um, Sorry, Coors <laughs> lights are taking effect. Anyway, proceed. Uh, <laughs> Sorry if I interrupt you. Just tell me shut the fuck up. No, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll let you roll with it. That's fun. Um, hey. But yeah, I just listened to it. It's like a two-hour. It's like an hour forty-five minute drive to uh, Louisville from Cincinnati. So I mean, I had yeah. I listened to it several times and. I still don't think I've scratched the surface. Like I really want to sit I down feel. with the lyrics. That's exactly how I fucking feel. Because I've been like, you know, like we had to we had to postpone the recording of this episode for the last few days. We've been trying to do it, and like honestly, some shit came up. But I've been like, but I've been like, as much as I've been itching to talk about it, I've also been like, I need more time. I need more fucking time because well, you- it, it really is. It's like it's dense in a way that I didn't expect, but it's so easy to listen to that it's taking a lot of my attention like that's so fucking for musicians like you know like you're capturing people's attention while they're like they kind of don't even want to like i need to do other things and blah 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 but this album has fucking been rocking my ears yeah nonstop. and i think the genius of mastodon too is um all the moving parts of each musician in that's that band. yeah that's yeah and- i watched 
Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, I'm just going to say that um, because I think some of these songs come off as just straight up like like I'm saying like rock songs. I don't mean that in yeah. a negative way. Right. But there's it's so the, much more going on. It's the surface level. Yeah. But I, I feel like every Mastodon record that I've ever listened to, you have to dig deep into it. Like, there's not one Mastodon record I've ever just put in, listened to it twice, and been like, that's good, I'm down. It's like, no, I need to dig deeper. Nah, even on the ones that aren't even as well received as other ones, you know? Yeah, they, they, they kind of, like, challenge your imagination with their music, so you're just, like, you're kind of drawn back into it. Because immediately, like, at first, it was just... It was like like it was so easy to listen to. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's pretty cool. Like that's a good album. But then I kept digging and I kept like moving past those first layers. And I was just like, oh my god, like that drum part's dope. Like I watched uh, a, one of those making of clips that they had, and he was using uh, Braun, the drummer, the percussionist. He was using like shakers and t- tambourines and stuff, and like kind of like adding these little touches here and there. So I've been trying to listen for stuff like that. And the more that you do, the more that you find. It's like treasure hunting, and that's what makes this album like again, Emperor of Sand, man. I feel like I'm fucking Aladdin right now, <laughs> just like digging through this thing. That it just the more I listen to it, becomes more beautiful, like more rewarding. There's there are times like I feel really rewarded by you know sticking through a certain song because it has those parts. You know, like the beginning of that song, I don't really remember just yet, but I know the rhythm of it now. So I know when the break hits that I love and I'm just like, yeah, dude, like oh, they fucking did it again. All these guys at Red Rocks out here in Colorado um, a couple of years ago. And I remember just thinking to myself, tripping on shrooms pretty hard that they, these guys are like fucking rock and roll, heavy metal superheroes. Like I see fucking Captain America and Iron Man, fucking Black Panther and, Doctor Strange up there, you know what I mean? They're just like on this other level of fucking rocking out. And this album is so psychedelic, I feel like it captures that thinness. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm so like it's been it's been my pre- main preoccupation this entire week. Like everything has revolved around what I feel about these songs. Yeah. I think Clandestiny is fucking incredible. I I, I, I hope I almost wish that there's more of that like prog stuff going on yeah. that's in clandestiny, you know, more of that like keyboard kind of Moog stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also hope that it's them just building to more stuff kind of like that. Cause yeah. I remember once more around the sun on the track, I forget what track it is. I think it is actually the title track once more around the sun. There's this part where faintly you can hear this kind of like alien speak kind of thing going on, synthesizer buzziness kind of going on. Yeah, and they introduce a lot of those. Like they're fully aware of their progression, and they like in in Emperor of Sand, they like introduce those little me- those little um, mechanisms again. But they use them in such a new way that it's just like I've heard this before, mm-hmm. but it's like a character that I'm familiar with moving into a place that I have yet to see. Yeah, and it's like it's an adventure, dude. I love this album so much because it's like I don't know. They just they're the fucking wolverine of heavy metal like what they do isn't pretty well it is pretty i don't know what they are but they what they do they do really well yeah and and that's what i meant by like they like are clocking in the work doing their thing and clocking right out and i'm just like oh you know they leave everybody on their knees and they're just like all right see you later yeah i mean that's the great thing about mastodon is is that (laughs) like mastodon is an entity is well in a well-oiled machine yeah. um yeah. that's what's kind of hard and to it, listen to some of their like side projects 
Um, like Giraffe, yeah. Tongue Orchestra, I don't really care for that. Or Gone is yeah. Gone. I like that shit, dude. I like it, but it like it bugs me a little bit. But I kind of like it. You know, it's just it's so Hollywood, and I, you know, really, I just love Brent Hyden so much. Like I'm down. Well, yeah, and I for, like he's such a good guitar player, and I love the uh, Dillinger guy too. I totally fucking forgot his name, but um, yeah, it's just like I, I think musically it's great. I just don't like his voice with it. <laughs> like everything that's going on musically with the draft tongue orchestra stuff, I love. I think it's great. Yeah, I just like the when he starts vocalist. singing, I'm like, yeah. God, you should just hired like your dream team, get a dream team vocalist or something, you know? Right, you know, and there's a. Lot, it seems like there's a lot of that going on, like the super groups. Um, you know, with bands we like, especially Mastodon, Mars Volta, Tool, like whoever, you know, there's a lot yeah. of these like smaller super groups that's cool. Like I I have been in like two bands and like I play music here and there. I can't like how do fucking people do that, let alone have like a super group <laughs> of other people? You know, like you just gotta love music so much. And I think as much as I would love to be a professional musician, these motherfuckers hold it down. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing is, is, like, these guys have made it as, like, one of their singular bands. Like, the, if these guys weren't in Macedon or Dillinger Escape Plan, they wouldn't ha be able to do this, you know? Like, yeah. these guys have made a name for themselves. Some of these bands are breaking up. Some of them are staying together. You know, whatever. But that gives them the opportunity to tour with these bands and explore and, like, come up with these, like, yeah. quote-unquote super groups or whatever. But, um, right. you know, uh... I don't know, like, back to Emperor of Sand. I just, it's great. I was going to, I love the artwork for it. I started following the guy on Instagram, yeah. try to find it. Oh, I, I follow, a lot of it. follow a lot of people on Instagram, so I don't know. But it really I mean, reminded me of... on my back. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to see if it was the same artist as Blood Mountain, because it looks a lot like that cover. Like, Yeah, it's and, like, well, do you, do you agree with do you agree with me, my statement saying that it's like kind of like a Blood Mountain child? Because like, I feel like they're um, the, the beginnings of all these songs, it feels like Blood Mountain to me. Because it's always a build, you know what I mean? Like, do, I think I mean, do you Blood Mountain is... I want to say that they're the, like, just because the similar artworks, the positioning of like the figure on the front to like the title and true, just true, the layout. The it horns looks, and everything, you're so yeah. right. It looks like it is, but I love Blood Mountain, and I think Blood Mountain's a little more raw than, say, a not to say that this could be a progression album, and it could be some weird yeah. kind of trilogy, but these ca these right. characters on the front, I need the third album of this trilogy to be, like, to explain them. Like, I want a concept album right. about these characters, <laughs> these old gods yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, dude, I just, which, their which artwork's is so great, every, every album. It's interesting because they have... You know, they have a few concept albums uh, throughout their discography, yeah. but the last few don't really seem to connect in that same way. Yeah. However, sure. like, I think, I think by the, like the sound of their, their sound um, has introduced like a mythology of itself, you know, into itself. It's just like this, these guys like moving through this different journey, you know, like Blood Mountain had like the Sasquatch, like the three eyed Sasquatch kind of idea and crystal magic and fucking like that kind of fantasy thing going on for it. And mm -hmm. then Crack the Sky had that same kind of fantasy thing, but it was a lot more grounded in this like emotional story, you know, that was a that's lot such darker. A such a good record. Like that's a masterpiece. That's their fucking wall. No yeah, fucking, you know, no contest. Um, but uh, what was the album after Crack Aside? The the Hunter Hunter was like an experimentation album. You know, they're trying a lot of different things out. 
once more around the sun was just like, ah, fuck it. We're just going to do what we're going to do. And Emperor of Sand feels like a combination of all those things coming together. And it's almost like takes you by surprise because you're like, you're almost like, oh, I know what to expect from Mastodon. But when yeah. you hear it, it's just like, it's just like, yeah and no. Like, because they're like, there's things they play on. They tickle you a little bit with like, yeah, we're still here, but check this fucking shit out. Blow, you know, and like this album fucking just explodes. I wanted to say Jaguar God, the last song yeah is is so good that song is like it takes me to a place <laughs> and i've i've said i've said about mastodon for the last few years like they've kind of filled the gap of tool for me mm-hmm. um that prog metal kind of feel they're very different sounding but they i feel like they kind of fit in the same kind of umbrella yeah um and and hearing that song Jaguar God, it's like just the right amount of fucking like southern folky twang, metal, hardcore, like everything I've been into in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years. It just hits this note with me where I'm just like, this album is great, but this song is fucking incredible. It just has this tone to it. I don't know yeah. how else to describe it, but I love Jaguar God. Probably also because I'm like, I'm a Mexican American, so I have that like a- Aztec connection going with with the jaguar and all this, and the mythology and magic that they kind of play in. There's a line in there about like um, um, transforming or something like that, and in terms of the jaguar god, and that's like an old Aztec thing, like a shape shifting jaguar. And I'm just like, like it's like Mike Mignola for heavy metal, you know what I mean? It's like this is like the Hellboy for heavy metal. It's just so rich in its own mythology. Yeah that you end up learning about all this other stuff that's buried far deeper than what they could create. You know, it's like, it's magical, man. I love this album and I just cannot gush even more about fucking Mastodon. Yeah, I, I thought, so, love this record. I thought it was great. I was, I was kind of hesitant going into it mm-hmm. just cause you never know yeah yeah and... like i yeah that's the thing too is like you know i felt the same i was i can't while i was listening to this i was trying to think back to when i was listening to once more around the sun and like how did i feel with those songs and how do i compare that to these like this is really like a profound thing for me like <laughs> mastodon and this album i'm just like i wanted i want to be sure that i'm conscious of every moment and like feeling like i'm communicating with this band um, because I feel like they're really on to some like shit, you know what I mean? In 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 the same way that all the great bands are. Like I love Gojira, you know what I mean? I feel like they're very necessary for what they do, and I feel like mm-hmm. Mastodon fits in their own shoes so well. And when I hear that, I'm like, I feel like I learn things about myself. And that's why I was thinking today, like heavy metal has been like one of the most rewarding experiences of my life, okay. just because it just. It just tickles at that introspection. It tickles at like self-discovery and, and it's aggressive and mean. So you're like, you push through to the end, you fucking fight for it and, and it pays off. Anyway, <laughs> I'm rambling. Go ahead, Maddie. Oh no. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth all the rambles and all the talks. Uh, it's a great record. I mean, yeah, it's I think these guys fired have, up, baby. I feel like these guys have continually put out great stuff, even if you think some is lacking because of a previous yeah. album or whatever. And yeah. I know it's not as heavy as Remission or Leviathan. I still think those are two of their heaviest fucking like 
sure, just fucking sure. brutal ass yeah. albums, man. And that's uh, that's those dudes kicking down the door and being like, actually, we want to just fucking see what you're all about. We want to hang out with you. What's going on? And like, and you I, know, like, <laughs> and I love that after Crack the Sky because I feel like they got a lot of flack for that. Like, this isn't Remission. This isn't Leviathan. This isn't even Blood Mountain. What is this shit? You know, I feel like a lot of metal fans were like really upset by it because it's it's way more proggy, a lot more experimentation. But it just shows how like yeah. resilient this band is that they can. I mean, I think it's a phenomenal, <laughs> yeah. phenomenal record, and people will look it's back on this record funny. and it, and it, like you yeah. said, I think it will be remembered as like the wall of this band or you know a great fucking rock record. But um, you know, I like that they're still doing the prog stuff. I like that they're still doing their heavy yeah, stuff too. and. You know, for better or worse, I don't think they're as heavy, but I think, you know, after a while you kind of move out of that and you're trying to make you're not yeah. trying to you're not trying to kick down the door every time, you know. You want yeah, to rock, it's, but it, Emperor, Emperor it's a fine of line. <laughs> Emperor of Sand is like your brother in law, straight laced guy, finally like cuts loose out at the bar one night and gets crazy and you really get a like a, a, an idea of what this person's about. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's what a, I mean? It's like, like Emperor Santa's like, you know, we're going to try this things and you know, you may or not agree with it and we're over here, but listen, like it's the wink in the eye. Like we're still fucking going to rock your ass off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like these guys, that's what I loved about Mastodon from day one is that they just, they do their thing, you know, like they've never let, it seems like from, from an audience perspective, it never seems like they've ever let anything get in the way of like what they want to do. Oh, and yeah, every totally album has been that. different it's been new and they've been able to like they've been able to like manufacture their own sound throughout all these albums so it's like yeah i know i'm listening to a mastodon album it's great but they're also telling you all these different stories and these different moments and things that that are throughout so it's just like like emperor of sand like you were saying like it's a good entry point because like Emperor of Sand is just it's speaking to you here and now it's speaking to you on your level yeah so whenever you find it whether it be like later or earlier it's gonna have the same impact and mm -hmm. and, and it's distinct to itself and i think that's what's so on through and through is like each album is its own character and they're like weaving this like overarching mythology of all these different characters that share a lot of the same feels and fucking personality yeah. and man i just like i'm just like the fucking dumbest gushiest fucking mastodon fan but <laughs> really i like and i don't even think like it's not even like you have to convince people of listening to this album like just if you play it around anybody it's gonna catch with them they yeah. they've, they're doing a good balance of like making keeping it catchy but also experimenting like they understand what they're doing and it, it and it just like it makes you feel like understand what i can do one day you know like yeah Ugh, these are my heroes, man. Fucking Mastodon are my heavy metal heroes. Set it here first, baby. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Anyway, love it. And you got any last remarks about the new Mastodon album, Emperor of Sand? Fucking dopest album of 2017 so far? Man, I mean, if this is of the, the pre precursor of things to come, I'm very excited for this year and music. Uh,. Because yeah. I think anything that's come out that I've been interested in, I can't, like, I don't even know what the fuck I've purchased recently that's come yeah. out this year. Uh, but I was just going to ask, have you been listening to anything new lately that you're digging? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, but, but to get back to Mastodon real quick. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I think this is a good start for, you know, the summer months. Like, this is, you know, Emperor of Sand, yeah. man. Like, get ready. It's like gonna... it. So, uh, 
I'm very excited for maybe uh, some of the other uh, releases I'm looking forward to this year. So, um, yeah, man. Like, I think this is a good head wave. Like, oh, man. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I, I loved it, man. Yeah. I, like, the more I listen to it, the more I love it. And that's you know, the sign you know of a I, great record. Yeah. You know what I really like? I, I was watching some of the videos and stuff. And from what it seems like is, like, Braun, the drummer, Braun Daler. Oh, yeah, dude. I love his like, vocals. He's, his vocals are great, and it seems like he spearheads a lot of the ideas lately. Like, he seems like one of those... Sorry, I'm going to move my mic real quick. Okay. We can use this mic stand. I'm going to crank it. Anyway, but Braun seems like, you know, like, it seems like the rest of the band is kind of like, yeah, man, you're a fucking creative powerhouse. You're just, like, coming up with all these fucking crazy ideas all of the time. He seems like he's really taking a leadership role in the band in terms of concept and stuff like that. Like Crack the Sky was about his sister that killed herself. Yeah. And and you know, even since then, this is like his conduit of like expression. And it seems like he takes a lot of pride in like making sure this band works and making sure that the concepts come through. Mm-hmm. And it's just like with any artist that you just adore, that you love, um, like they're all great, but I feel like Bron Daler is is just really like this creative genius that just cannot be stopped. Yeah. And it shows, I, you know. I mean, I was watching them perform Show Yourself because they played that on Jimmy Kimmel. I got to watch that video in a second. Uh, I'm really good. excited and about that. I always forget that he sings because I'm always more familiar yeah. with Brett Hines and then the other guy. Yeah. totally forgetting that. that dude's mm-hmm. name right now. But I like both of their vocals, but I always forget he can sing too. Like, all three yeah. of those motherfuckers are back and forth. Like, to show that, t- I mean, to drum alone, like, blows my mind. I, like, can't yeah. wrap my hand around drumming. And he's, like, like you I'm know, just he, not that kind of yeah. person. Braun is, like, right now, yeah, Braun right now is hailed as one of, like, the best drummers in metal, you know what I mean? Because he's just so creative. He's so, like, spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this band is, is really spontaneous in of itself. Um, but, yeah, like, on top of being able to drum, he's just, like, crafty. Because, like, one of my least favorite songs is Creatures Live. Creature Lives um, from Hunter. Yeah. Um, just because I just, like, I don't vibe with it. But, like, that was his baby, you know, like, early on. It seemed like they were making this kind of transition. Actually. Mm-hmm. And then Once More Around the Sun, he's, vocally, he's on that a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, the mix, like, it's so great because all the albums, like, the voice is the same, but then it's different. I really love um, Steam Breather. I think that when he's, like, running along the Nazca lines. Oh, you know what I mean? Is that is that Steam Breather? Yeah, that's Steam Breather. Oh. It's so good because when he kicks in, I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like he's like, because I sing in my car and I love my driving metal songs. So when I have songs like Mastodon, like it's mostly heavy vocals. Mm-hmm. You have this like running along the Nazca, like this bluesy fucking like wailing kind of like opening to a song. I'm just like, this shit rocks. That's why I love Curl of the Burl so much. Yeah. Like I mean, if we can, let's let's talk about some Mastodon for a little while. Girl <laughs> of the Burl is like you know it, like it was like a change up for their sound for a second like we have fun too and like I so listen to Curl of the Burl uh, whenever it is appropriate like this is a time like I need to listen to Curl of the Burl and I pop it on and it's just like perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I mean I, I mean I, I think the rock anthems like they're like, str- like stuff right. that you could hear on the radio or fucking genius and they have so much more going on. And I think what Mastodon is slowly, like, I mean, they've realized over, I think, after yeah. Crack the Sky is that yeah. all of them working together as a force is better than maybe just having 
Right. You know, they so are Voltron. Person, they're dude. fucking like they're Voltron of the metal world. You know, they like they combine so well together and they're just like fucking powerhouse mashing I, down like an opposition. I think that's the <laughs> issue I have when I listen to side projects with them in it because I'm like, oh, that'd be cool in Mastodon. I'm like, sure, sure. I could see that. It. I just yeah. want a Mastodon. Let me, let me ask now. you a question. What's your favorite Mastodon song? Um, fuck. Dude, I can't. I, You're I just on the podium I, right now. I know. I just have to say the entire crack the sky record. Um, hold on. Oh shit. Let me. What's your it. favorite one off of crack? Yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Uh, let me think about this for a second. Um, what's my favorite Mastodon song? Here we go. We're gonna say that it is probably the Czar. Um, off of crack the sky. There's that uh, moment mine, when. Yeah. It, Okay, when yeah, it breaks ahead. and it's like you know, like uh, spiraling up through a crack in the sky, leaving material world behind, and that solo starts. Like that is the most like spiritual I've gotten in probably my entire life. Like when I hear that song, I see stained glass windows of this epic, fucking like transcendent scenario. That song to me, just fucking like, it nails every part of their sound and just elevates them to this point of like, like I said, like heavy metal superheroes but anyway. yeah. <laughs> um hold on i am doing a little bit of research real quick all right hold on what's your favorite album then Probably oh my favorite album my favorite album is crack sky um my favorite song off that is the last baron yeah um, last baron yeah that shit is fucking so i good. love it i think Prog it's such a it's, a it's a 13 minute like closer and it closed yeah. that album up so well yeah. i think just the screaming of yeah. the last baron is just like because well, yeah. when you follow that whole the whole concept, the whole story that they've laid out for you, this thirteen minute epic ending is just like it's closure, man. You get to sit back and go, man, yeah. that was fucking great. And by the time you thought that, it's spun back around, man. I mean, if you're listening to this on CD or like however you have this, it yeah. comes back around to track one. You're like, god damn, this album's so fucking good, man. Yeah. I can't wait to get back to the last Baron. Oh, I just <laughs> I remember I remember us hanging out in Flatiron and. Um, <laughs> in Chicago, and we were drunk as fuck, and yeah. we would just we you went to the jukebox or I did, and I was like fuck man, they have cracked the sky. Me and you ran, got change, yeah, fucking played that entire fucking record that night. I'm just like sitting in the back of the fucking bar, like missing every cute girl walking by. Oh dude, us. I'm, I'm like, sure. Like, ah. We were seeing. I mean, we might have been with girls that no longer wanted to know us at that point, but because like we, <laughs> that out that out. Yeah, that, that album had just, like, come out. Like, it had been out maybe a week. And I was like, holy fuck, yeah. I, can't, I, mean, I can't believe they I have remember, this. Yeah. And we played that whole fucking thing, man. Because I think we were like, play this song, play this song. And they were like, well, fuck it, it's only seven tracks. Play the whole fucking thing. You know, yes, at this point, that we were was the playing first like, time we moved in together. Yeah. Maddie, Maddie and then-girlfriend Teeny, good friend of ours. Um, at the time, I was in the dumps, baby. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was, like, 25 in the middle of Chicago. No job. Just, like, being an asshole. I made a movie, though. <laughs> at the time but maddie and teeny took me in for like four months you know and i washed some the hell out of some dishes and me and maddie fucking watched the wire <laughs> oh yeah the entire like me and maddie got down that was when me and maddie really got down and this is a precursor to camera noise a precursor to like all the other projects but that's when like i think it really happened and i remember when crack the sky came out and we were both just like oh my god it's fucking incredible and that was probably the greatest summer of our entire lives dude yeah I mean, there were many bike rides at night uh, yeah. listening to that. Just we wrote a screenplay. Uh, you know, like, that was the shit, man, back in the day. Anyway, I don't mean to fucking get all nostalgic, motherfuckers, but... They love so it. They crack, eat this shit up. 
I would say that my favorite Mastodon album is probably Blood Mountain, even though I yeah. know I've listened to Crack the Sky probably a lot more. I love Crack the Sky. It's a masterpiece. Can't even touch it. But Blood Mountain was really when, like, I loved Remission. I loved Leviathan. But I didn't get into those until later. It was really Blood Mountain that was, like, I was just, like, I remember that year. I was just, like, I think it was, like, 2011 or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. 2010 something like 2011 but i remember just being like this is the greatest fucking metal album that's ever been written it just like fucking yeah. had me that was when i was like oh my god like and that's where i feel like their mythology kind of started to build you know they started to build on all these different concepts that pop in and out of their music uh, quite a bit um crack the sky was just an utter joy you know what i mean like like blood mountain was like okay this is reality i'm alive this is it and then you die and it's brutal and it's crazy but crack the sky was like transcendent i'm now a god you know like it just made you feel like this ethereal like otherworldly feeling but it was really i'd say it was really blood mountain that that did it for me and and the sorry i'm going all rick right now rick sanchez um but (laughs) but the one thing I want in my entire life before I die is to see Mastodon on a show and, and uh, at a live show and hear him play Pendulous Skin off of Blood Mountain. Yeah. That super bluesy, melancholy, just kind of like send off, you know what I mean? Like that is one of the most like songs on a metal album that I've ever heard. It's just so sweeping and like beautiful. Like to see him play it live. I'll probably be tripping mushrooms or be like stoned as hell or something. But, you know, like to see, to feel that would just be like, boy, you know, like I could die happy. Even though I said that after um, The Force Awakens. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot more Mastodon to come and so much more Star Wars. Yeah. So, all right. Go so, anywhere, just, yeah. so, so I, I could say that like on this new album, there's not a single track that I dislike, not a single one. I love every one of them and I'm still figuring out why. Mm-hmm. But also, I just want to say, do you have a least favorite Mastodon track? I think my least favorite, I'll just lead off, is Creature Lives. My second least favorite is Aunt Lisa off the last album. That whole like, hey ho, let's get going rock and roll or whatever like that shit totally took me out of the album Um, what do you think you know uh, (sighs) you know i don't know because i like i thought i wouldn't like once more around the sun like i I think i remember when it came out people were like some of the reviews i read weren't like very nice about it right Um, but I remember just digging everything about it. Like the yeah. more, I, and the thing with Mastodon with me is I like might like songs less, but the more I listen to it, I found a new I find a new respect for it. Yeah. Or I get what they're trying to do with it. Um, and I don't think I've ever been like this is the worst Mastodon song. I always yeah. think there's something interesting about it. Um, you know, even if it isn't like a well received song or an album. Uh, yeah, man. I don't think I have. I mean, shit. I'm sure there's one that I'm just like, oh fuck that shit. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, there there's was, songs that yeah. I like more than others. I don't think I hate anything. There are definitely like songs on Blood Mountain that I'm like, sure, sure. I want to hear like The Wolf Is Loose. I want to hear like Blade yeah, Catcher, and I want to like, watch. <laughs> you know, like I definitely want to see like yeah. all my like I want to listen to all my favorites, like my best of Mastodon yeah. mix. I'm just um, like right now, like I want to go from I, I I listened to Remission and Leviathan the other uh, a few weeks before the new album came out. Like I got a real Mastodon kick because the new one was coming out. So I was just like, let's re-examine like all this shit. Yeah, and like I found like a new love, like rich, like beautiful love for 
Leviathan and Remission, you know what I mean? Like, they're just such fantastic albums. Metal aside, like, they're just fucking... Yeah. Pivotal, fucking wonderful album. Leviathan is a fucking, like, just fucking... It's an intense masterpiece, man. Like, I just, like... It, it is, you know, like, you get to Joseph Merrick, and it's like that precursor to that, like, pendulous skin sound, you know, where they're just mm-hmm. kind of, like, sitting with you and swaying. And there, and there's, um, I think... I forget what track it is on the new album... I want to say like Scorpion Breath probably or Ancient Kingdom starts with um, like that kind of same sweeping kind of like sit with us for a minute and like contemplate like what what's going on and that they've they've always had this kind of like you know they tell stories well they're mm-hmm. like as if we took it think in terms of like movies they have a great structure to the way that they tell a story and I think that's apparent to them as they make it and 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 I think with you know with the artwork and the concepts and the fun that they have with songs like Curl of the Burl or fucking Show Yourself. It's just kind of like, you know, we have fun too. We we do this thing and this is our thing. You love it, but we also, you know, have fun and do our thing the way that well, we yeah. do it. I mean, even the most like arty rock or arty, like any kind of like, everyone has their like that record that they put on and they're just like, fuck yes, this is nothing but power chords and awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, I, I like when bands like to like embrace that and just like yeah. make a fun fucking like yo crank this make this your summer jam play this yeah. with the windows down sing it look over at a car full of people and just be like show yourself you know yeah and uh yeah, that's totally. what i love about that song and i, I love like yeah. curl the burls the same way i love when bands like uh i think baroness on the purple album i like that they had um fucking god damn it totally you know what that song is, that one song that's just like a fucking rock anthem. That song is so um, great live, well, man. Yeah. And Show Yourself is like, man, it's, those songs are made to get audiences pumped. They're made to make you like... They are, dude. And like, last time it. I saw Mastodon, it was like nonstop. It couldn't, it couldn't go long enough, you know what I mean? I was just oh, like, dude, yeah. more, 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 more. And I've seen this band probably more than I've seen Tool. I think I've seen Mastodon probably more than well, any tour band more. I've ever seen. <laughs> They tour a lot. They do. They do tour a lot. But I've always caught them, whatever city I'm in. Yeah. And and they fucking like, that's that you know that's the whole like superhero idea. Like they just don't fucking like when I hear these guys playing or see them on stage, I see fucking Superman flying across, like in the sky in front of me, like say like catching a car or something. You know, like yeah. They just have they just swoop in and fucking like blow your mind and swoop away but they'll be back you know what i mean like whenever there's trouble around you know like mastodon arrives anyway i gotta pee real quick hold on we're gonna take a minute yeah i need to do uh, it as well and get a drink <laughs> and on dog i'm gonna eat that one
Yeah. <laughs> Heavy rotation. Do you want to talk about the new Mastodon album? <laughs> well, we'll get there. We'll build up to it. Are you there? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I was listening to Aunt Lisa because you said you didn't like it, and I was just like, I was like, yeah. I don't know. It's good, man. I fucking love that song. I like that song now, but when I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's a good song, but then all of a sudden, like, hey. I love that, oh, like, that muffled. Let's get up and rock and roll. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? But oh, I, I just, appreciate that about them. I, I love just the whole, it, it almost, like, just previewing it for a minute it almost does the whole gamut of like rock music yeah it's like it's i don't know it's like it's like a psychedelic jam but then it turns like there's a like those distorted like muffled like screen super screams yeah. that he's doing in the background yeah. oh man i don't know too good yeah well i mean uh the itunes like has a sale like some mastodon albums are like seven bucks now and i'm like man i don't have uh, once more on uh, the sun i need that oh i love once more on the sun Except for Aunt Lisa. I don't love that song as much, but I like it. My, I like Emerald City is probably my favorite off that. No, but Tread Lightly so good. <sighs> but fucking Chimes at Midnight is fucking amazing. That's yeah. such a good album. Oh, man. I'm like, this whole week is going to be like Mastodon. Probably like the whole next month is just going to be like Mastodon, Mastodon. I mean, we've we've had two great... We, we talked about Paul Bear. That's great. Yeah. I love the new record. Now this Mastodon record's great. It makes me excited for At The Drive-In, other metal stuff oh. that's coming out, or side projects yeah. by metal people. That new Mutoid Man song was fucking rocking as fuck. I, can't I wait haven't to heard see. it yet. Oh, Damn I have it. not heard it yet. I put you, I, I tagged you and Andrew in it, because it was just like a face melt. Oh, that, yeah. It's like, it, it channels everything from like, uh, you know, a good metal song to a good rock song to almost like a good, like, heavy metal, like... Some of those screams, he's getting pretty high, okay. like Judas Priest. I love Mutoid Man. It's fucking awesome. Apparently, uh, Chelsea Wolfe is on the album, so I'm very interested to see what no she way. has to, oh, to see what she, she's that's doing my girl, on it. Man. I love you, Chelsea. I'm sorry I missed our chance to be together. You, you done fucked up. That I'm Apocalypse fucked. album is fucking. Dude, Apocalypse. I, I like. That. I like. Um, what pain is beauty. Yeah, that one's That's good. my album, dude. That first track, Feral Love. I feel that shit, man. I'm sorry, Chelsea. We could have been... It, it could have been great, but I fucked up. Anyway. She, <laughs> she's amazing. 
Um, did you ever see any of the uh, Converge Blood Moon stuff? Uh-uh. Did they perform live? So it's like all the chill kind of Converge songs kind of like chilled out a little more. But like she would come in and play like acoustic okay. guitar and sing some of the tracks instead of Jacob Bannon. And yeah. it was like they only, I, they'll probably release a live record at some point or like a DVD or something. But okay. it's a weird kind of like, like Chelsea Wolf is there and then the guy from uh, Mutoid Man and he was also in Cave-In um, doing like vocals on tracks. Oh man. <sighs> so fucking good. I loved it. But yeah. yeah. She's great. Mutoid Man's to. great. Those guys like all those guys that just hang out and make records together are just fucking like... I know. What the fuck, man? Like... Uh, they just make it I mean, they've been doing so that... easy. Yeah, but I mean, like, you have to realize like the rise of like these bands isn't hasn't been easy. I mean, this is a genre of music that... You know, like, I in Cincinnati, you don't get a lot of metal shows here because it's not popular, you it's, know? Yeah, And it's like, you know, like, people go to Dude, Cleveland. Denver's got they a great go metal the... scene. You gotta come out here. I know, Denver's man. Got I, fucking... I fucking need to go to Oslo, apparently. That's where Watch. all the black metal ladies yeah. are. Yeah, that's true, too. You gotta get them fucking Miracle Girls. <sighs> He's my babe. I love that Miracle. Dude, I can't wait for that new record. It's so cold, It's coming man. out this year. Oh, she can yeah. play, like, at fucking everything, too, which is... Just I mean the Mausoleum dude, did you ever listen to that? The live shit? Yeah, I listened to uh like oh, the I first track she released. I know I didn't listen to it all. But... Yeah. That shit is crazy. I like would like just lay it like in the dark and just like fucking zone out to it all <laughs> yeah. stone. I'm just like it's fucking brilliant. But I like that old fucking Celtic fantasy shit. Not Celtic, but you know what I mean like Oh yeah, like Norwegian folk. like that. Yeah, Norwegian folk folkloric kind of shit. I mean that's the I mean, I can't imagine like it sounding much. I mean, I'm sure it does sound different from the music of her ancestors, but I can't imagine yeah. it's that much different. Like the guitars got heavier, you know. Yeah, but I feel I like the chanting and the lyrical. Um, M the other day. Oh, that, it's so fucking so good, good, man. So good, and I was just like, damn, like. And that's the thing about metal is like it's it is kind of easy to like write things off. Like I just listen to this genre of music, and this is what it sounds like. But when you like you reconnect with those albums that were really like pivotal for you, you yeah. realize again why you're like, oh, this is why I fucking love metal because it's not like it's not like an outright thing. It's not just gonna like tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, you know, it's like something you got to get to know. Mm-hmm. And, and the more I, you get to know, it pays off. And I feel like that's indicative of like my personality. So well, I think give it, me time, it, folks. Just give me time. <laughs> 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 I feel like most of the relationships I've been in with women is because they've gotten to know me. Like, I've never been a guy yeah. that can just, like, I, I randomly I can like, just be like, roll up. Do make you want s- to see my dick? <laughs> yeah, randomly Hello, I can roll up and check. Can I show you my penis I, or what? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I talk to you. That's um, what I think of anytime your girlfriend, like, breaks up with you because she has, like, a newfound uh, like lot in life or whatever. It's because she met a guy that talks like this. Hello. Yeah. You have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> I want to know whether or not I can make you come. Those type of guys. Eastern European, Sephardic, kind of Spanish, whatever. <laughs> Maddie, laugh at it, please. <laughs> Do you know? I, I, I can make I, you scream I, I, in many different languages, girl. You're beautiful. Um, Never I seen. I, I don't know if I know that like person. <laughs> they're always the ones. That's the one that, where they're like, and then your girlfriend comes back and you're like, you know, I just always have felt like, and you know, maybe I could do something more in life. 
something like that. He's like, I have massaged more people in my home country than more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I probably stop this now. It's getting to the point of stereotype. I don't mean to stereotype anybody, but yeah, I don't think we need to go. I don't. Think what we were we talking to. about? Um, the new Mastodon album is fucking great. Yeah, there you go. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's some new at the, at the drive-in shit that you sent me. Oh yeah, that new track is great. Was, I think I so just good. wanted to say about it. It reminds me of early like in Casino Out and Vaya stuff. Um, oh, yeah, not so much relationship. Not so much relationship of command. I feel like they kind of tone down the production on it. It's a little more raw, and that's why I like it. Yeah. Um, no, I like it. Yeah. I feel like this album. Uh, Interalia, or however the fuck it's pronounced, um, I think it's gonna be like everything we like about At the Drive-In. It's gonna be like if there was a greatest hits record yeah. made by them, but with new songs. I feel like it's gonna kind of touch a little bit of everything, give us something new, and then hopefully we'll get an album after this. And then I think you know other things are gonna shine through. But I'm really excited to hear this album in its entirety. Um, yeah, I, I think this too. like pre, I like I like the idea of previewing a song and being like, hey, this yeah. is how. This is a song that I think sums up our album. You know, this is the one that's going to be the uh-huh. the hit that we're going to make a video for this, blah blah blah. But I kind of am getting tired of like we're going to release three tracks and then it's like ugh, just release the whole fucking album, then man. Really? Like, just, let me, just let me buy <laughs> I it. Like that. Yeah, we were talking about this on I think the last episode, but I kind of like I like the idea of like introducing singles because I feel like information moves so fast that like if you get an album within the time that you're absorbing so much other information you might like miss a lot of things about that album you know what i mean so i like i, I kind of like how there's like three tracks to an album like three to you know two to three months before the release i just kind of like i can keep going back and like itching for more itching for more it, like sticks in my brain more so when it comes out i'm just like oh shit that fucking new have to drive and just drop no i don't want to you anymore. fucking hate it <laughs> I just because yeah. sometimes I feel like it's almost if I like because if I love a band I'm gonna listen to it over and over again, and then am I really getting like the flow of the song because I might skip those tracks because I already know them and I want to get to the new ones, so I try not yeah. to listen to them a lot. I try to give them one or two listens if it really catches me, maybe three, but I just I don't know, man. Uh-huh. I like sometimes I just wish it was like back in the olden days where a single would drop and that's all you got. I remember when um, Change in the House of Flies came out. That's all you had of White Pony. Yeah, that's true. And then it like that album came out and you're like so great like when you listen to that like you wanted to hear it and yeah oh, and that album was just so fucking good like I remember we were because uh, the radio stations from where I was where I'm from Somerset Kentucky we got oh. we had no current rock so we were driving home from Lexington one night and we're like we got the new um, Deftones track changing the house of flies and I think this is the first time it like it nice. ever come on or awesome. you know like MTV had like a music video like where they do like a little trailer for it. And it was coming out that Friday or, you know, next Friday or whatever. They're going to premiere it on TRL or whatever. And um, uh, I just, I remember hearing it. And, like, we were going back into, like, where the dead zone was. And just, like, I almost, like, just hearing, I got, I'd say I was, like, 90% done with that song. And then it cut out. And I was just like, oh, my God, this sounds fucking great. And, you know, I I miss (laughs) stuff like that. I feel like, like you're saying, information moves too fast. I want to just slow down a little bit, man, you know? I don't yeah. know. I just I I feel, I, I feel like I, I feel like there's so much stuff coming out all the time. Like you have to stay up on so much yeah. shit. It's that's the to thing like, too. Is like, like for me, for me, it's like where the hooks are. It's like what 
what I really want to put my time and like energy into because anymore, like I use Spotify a lot. So like anymore, it's not about like, you know, like shelling out money for the CD. It's more about like when it's just going to come out. And I'm just excited. I'm just as excited about albums now just releasing digitally like that without having to have the exchange of a person in the store. Um, yeah. as I was back in the day when I did have to do that. Uh, cause now it's just like, for me, it's like about the music and I think, well, and it's always, I mean, it's about the music for us all. That was like an arrogant thing to say, but, <laughs> but, um, but I think like, especially for like emperor of sand, it's just like, things are going so fast, so fast, so fast. It's not about catches you and what keeps you, but it's more about like what you catch and what you keep. And so, like, to me, like, Emperor of Sand became this, like, really special thing where I had to spend some time with it. Um, and, and, and it's paying off, you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's my approach to music now because, honestly, I'm glad. I'm happy to not have to go to a store and, like, give money over to for anything, you know? And it's it's a sad, like, it's a sad fucking age we live in where, you know, where you can't, like, immediately exchange the money right to the band for what they do. Yeah. Um but but yeah honestly i consume a lot of things digitally just because it's like more convenient and um but i still have the same emotions about it and you know like when those bands come to town i fucking buy your tickets man i love you yeah i mean i i I do the same thing like if i if i get the album digitally or something like i always like give money to the band or something like I always buy like a record or something because uh, I always buy a shirt. For me, like that's, uh, my, that's <laughs> when I anytime I'm like you know like metal season, metal show season. That's also like buy new clothes season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty much all metal bands. I'm like, oh fucking cool! I have a new wardrobe for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, I love albums because they're more collectible because I don't listen to them as much as like CDs. So, yeah. Um, that's that's dope too. I, I I'm I'm such like a like a minimalist. Like I don't want to have to have any tangible thing. You know what I mean for things. But sometimes I'm like like I'm really kind of like itching to go buy the fucking Rogue One Blu-ray. And the only other Blu-ray I have is fucking District Nine. That's the only one other. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. And I like I'll never watch it again. Anyway, um, I have a small collection of just like can, that's awesome. Like I, that I just have to like. I mean, man, I, like, I love the digital thing, man, but I like, but I just like having to, like, I like going to, I don't know, like, if you have someone over and they're, like, looking at your stuff, I'm like, oh, I've never seen that. Like, oh, let's watch it now instead of, that's like, a, oh, now i got to go rent it for two ninety nine. And it's like, you know, yeah. like, I can't imagine how many times I, like, would watch Rogue One yeah. throughout the years that's, of my life, you know? I, I just want to say that's a really beautiful thing you just touched on. Like, somebody coming over and, like, gauging aspects of your personality by your fucking collection you know what i mean like we don't hardly really have that anymore because the majority of people are like watching netflix or whatever means they have of consuming their media hulu amazon whatever and so it's like that really is kind of something that has been like lost i think unless except for like specific like collectors of people who do that i mean i guess are the people that keep best buy in business you know what i mean but yeah it's a really beautiful thing, like that moment where you're like checking out somebody's shit, and you're just like, "Oh, I like that movie." Like, I'm fucking stand that movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. gauge like how you're gonna feel about this person. Anyway, I just wanted to pay some moment to that because it's dying. It's gone probably. I mean, I just like. Uh, I mean, I think when I go to other people's places and they have things, it's like it's nice to look at and see like what their life is like, and you can gather yeah. a lot from a person yeah. by seeing like 
I mean, obviously, I think when you come in my apartment, you're going to notice horror novels, sci-fi books, and fucking tons of records, and most of them are metal. I mean, I think you can pretty much yeah. sum up what you're going to get into, you know? Yeah, like, I love that. So. Yeah. I've been to people's houses, and they just have, like, that kind of, like, pre-prescribed fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Fucking, like, normal-ass stuff, you know what I mean? And, like, my room is, like, a mix of action figures, sci-fi novels, and fucking comic books, and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like, movie posters and stuff. But um, that's always, like, it's always a really rewarding and like engaging experience when you find when you're like yeah i mean it's just like you hang out with the who you are you know like you hang out with the people that you are yeah but but you know it's like it's where you see like the nuances of those connections and i think those uh, those are definitely found like i was thinking about this the other day i have like i'm i've asked a lot of people like what are your fucking seminal albums like what are the albums that changed your life i've asked both my brothers this i've asked my father this uh, you know all musically inclined but never have given me a straight answer. But if anybody asked me, like, what are some of your seminal albums? I can fucking break that shit down. Like, I'm like, here they are. These are the ones. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Well, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's like a certain type of person. I totally I understand what you're saying. I was out. Yeah. I was out. I was like, out at a, <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, uh, so I was out at a bar. I was meeting my friend Amber. Um, catching up with old friends and stuff. I had to go there for my taxes yeah. and... Yeah. All that shit. Um, so, uh, sitting down, I met two new people. They were fairly cool. One of them was like a very, uh, very into film. He's a very Criterion guy. And like, this reminds me of like how I was in my <laughs> yeah. college and I moved past this point, you know, because he's basically like, if it's Criterion, it's genius. And I'm like, nah, I mean, they're good Criterion films, but I've watched some where I'm like, I get why this is good. It's not for me. You know, I don't think everything on Criterion is fucking like the end all be all you know like i definitely have right you know like like predator is a fucking be all end all film for me so anyway um i gave uh amber her christmas gift which i've had for like since fucking early december which was some gremlins toys because gremlins is one of her favorite movies of all time Uh and he goes well justify why it's your favorite and i was like i'm like i'm not getting into this conversation because like i'll go off on some shit like (laughs) so but the whole night and through the rest of my weekend in louisville i was kind of thinking about like how if i had to justify like my five favorite films and this kind of goes along with records how would i justify it you know to make it you know not just like it's not like oh because i liked it as a kid but like even now as an adult how to justify it and i could easily justify like some of my favorite films you know like why i like them yeah Um, touchstones that they've set you know for me or just like for film for some of them and i think the same thing goes for records um you know i don't know man it's like it was just funny listening to that and her just being like well not really having an answer also we'd been drinking a lot which is not a good time to ask someone to like (laughs) describe why you love a film because you're like oh it's just fucking badass man you know um but i think it's like like if you can sit there and like think of like you know four or five albums that have changed your life musically that's what i'm saying yeah and it's like I, i feel like if you're a music lover you should be able to do that, you know? I mean, yeah, and, I, totally. and, and I will take the album as like Thursday Full Collapse is one of my all time favorite records. You oh, know? Uh, the best. Bat, bat, it, when you hear that fucking, that swirly fucking intro and then it's like, da, da, like it just like takes off. Dude, it's like, I'm, it takes me back to a time and a place. That's going into heavy rotation this week, baby. I love that. Yeah. We'll have to, that. that's a, you know, a forthcoming episode of heavy rotation will be maddie and i's like seminal albums the albums that changed our life 
we'll, we'll you know we'll lead into that uh, eventually but i feel like yeah oh that's a that's a fucking bountiful conversation dude um, i mean that's, that list is forever <laughs> yeah. long but i think i could get it to five <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i go yeah i could probably get it to five i could i could do it it would be mm, it'd be tough but i could do it it's because it's um, like i, I don't know <laughs> it's the same way with my film likes or um I yeah, have right. so many genres. Like I have five metal albums. I have five hardcore albums. I have five screamo yeah, albums. Right. You know. Yeah. And, and it's that's like the thing. You get it, could, it down to. It, it might have to be a series of things. You know what I mean? Because we like there's plenty. I think there's a lot to discuss in terms of like breaking these albums down. Because like what I was just saying, you know, sometimes I'm asking people for like their seminal albums. It's very rare that you find people that you're hashing out these like super deep conversations about bands to the point that you're talking about like riffs and bridges of certain songs of certain bands of certain albums. And so it's like, that's what we're here to do. I think is our destiny to fucking like, you know, piece apart the Lego set, not put it together. Um, (laughs) <laughs> we see it as a whole, but yeah. now we have to we tear it apart yeah. slowly. Well, not tear, not tear it apart, but appreciate why one block has six pegs and why another has two. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> but um, uh, is there anything you wanted to say about Mastodon or anything else before we wrap up? Um, no, I was gonna say that I just started listening. I hope we, I want to talk about it next. Heavy rotation. Sure, sure. Start listening to. Uh, Mount Erie, and the name of the album is called Wind's uh-huh. Poem. Okay. And I hope we can talk about it because Mount I was Erie at a record store. And this is. is, before we before we leave, this is what I like about going into record stores. Hearing stuff I generally wouldn't hear on my own. So this guy puts on this record, sure. and I'm like, oh my god, that's like some black metal tendencies going on here. And then I hear no this beautiful, way. this beautiful, just sing-songy, kind of like folky, Sunkill Moon-esque voice coming over this and i was like i am fucking in love with this shit man um and uh it's just a very interesting album uh i love it Uh, i think it's great um but yeah i got into that because i was at a record store just happened and that's what i like about going to like record stores that i enjoy going to because especially like the guest room records in louisville Shout out. Uh, love those guys. They're always playing interesting shit in there. Right Sometimes like, I'll go to record stores that are owned by older gentlemen. Sure. And that's cool. I mean, they've been doing it for a while, but it's always like classic rock or shit I've heard before or a certain style of metal that's like, this is the best metal. Like They're never playing anything that new. Or yeah. It's like the last time uh, Shake It Records was in Cincinnati was playing anything like that. Like a, a preview listen of the new Father John Misty. And it's like, ah, oh, alright. I mean, I didn't go to it because I don't really care, but you know, I'm like that's kind of cool for people who are into that, um, but right. it's like usually when I go in there, it's like albums I've heard a million times, or it's like some random bluesy kind of thing, which is fine. I get it, I get it. Like I'm not opposed yeah. to that stuff, but it's like <laughs> you know, it's always that same kind of like that same genre of music. So guest room. Every time I go in there, there's always something cool happening. Always. What's it called? Say it one more time. It's uh, the name of the band is called Mountain Erie. It's just one guy, and the name oh, of the no, album is no, called. Oh, the re- uh, Guest Room Records is the one I love in Louisville. Uh, okay, think, cool. Okay. I forget. They're st- they started somewhere else, and then they moved to Louisville because it's where the guy's wife's from, and they wanted to move back, slower slower living, not big city living or wherever they started up the company, but cool record store. The guy yeah. was playing this record, and yeah, I was like, man, what is this? He's like, it's good, right? And I was like, ah, yeah, it's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, but... Uh, I just, I mean, that's why I like going. Um, I kind of, like, before I left, I have a rapport with some of those guys. Like, we could talk about music, which was great, you know, for better or worse, like, why we liked it, why we didn't. 
And, um, you know, I, I like those connections. Like, I mean, I know that a lot of people, like, like to make those connections because it's... Some people just can't talk to people randomly. But I feel like I can talk to about anyone about <laughs> right it. Right on, man. That's so true. But, yeah, man. That's it. I mean, Emperor of, Emperor of Sand is great. I think if, <laughs> if you're a fan of Mastodon, listen to it. It's like, fucking mm-hmm. awesome. And there's, there's, a, there's plenty more to say on it. That's like, it was so hard for me to, like, gather my thoughts for this episode. Um, oh, just yeah, because... I was scared. Right, yeah, me too. Like I felt that shit. I was just like, oh man, like there's a lot to say here, and I think, like I feel like there's more developing even still. So you know, Emperor Sand's got to be one of those things. Like it's gonna come up again. Um, this oh, this mean, the summer's about to begin. There's gonna be plenty of like really great albums coming out. I feel um, like I, I could have had a whole another conversation on Heartless because I listened to it like for another week straight. Right. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. We're getting some good shit already. So like we already have like a the treasure trove of shit going for this summer and heavy rotation and all the fucking albums we're about to pick apart. Dude. This has been a long time coming. Me too. We're fucking killing it. That's how it's going. (laughs) We're killing it right now, my (laughs) boys. Anyway, do you have any last remarks before we bizounce out of this, my vaga? Nah, man, just fucking if listen to that Mastodon record, man. If if you were holding back for any reason, don't yeah. just dive in. It's fucking yeah. worth it. You'll not regret right. your decisions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And next up is gonna be Mount Erie's Winds poem, correct? Yeah, and then uh, yeah. we can do that Mashuga. Yeah, we talked about doing Mashuga last week, but like, like understandably, like either of us haven't really got to it so much. But I'm really, I love you know, like my favorite Mount Erie shit is. Um, when it was still flashlights, is that the name of the band? Uh, they were, I think it was the microphones. Microphones. That's what I'm saying. Flashlights, my fucking dumbass. Um, <laughs> yeah, for drinking that microphones. That's sure. I'm fucking boo. But uh, microphones uh, glow part two. That shit was my kind of introduction to to this sound. But I don't know what they've gone. This dude has done so much shit since then. So I'm very excited oh, about Wind's poem coming up next. Yeah. On heavy rotation, motherfucker. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.